have no idea what my hair is doing, but we'll start off with my podcast. We'll start out with baseball. As much as I don't want to talk about it, the Royals open a three-game set against the Cleveland Indians. Brady Singer will go for the Royals, and Aaron Sivell Sivell will go for the Indians, who has had a rough season. Game time is at 7-10. The Royals lost three out of four to the Astros with the only win coming on Wednesday, which leads to me this to this point. The Royals are on pace to lose over 100 games again. Which positions will they fill? Which positions can they give up? Well, they could think about trading Whip Merrifield. They probably should trade him considering he is about 34 years old and is not getting any younger. And if they could get a top prospect, I wouldn't mind that either. If they can get anything from Michael A. Taylor, Andrew Benatini is probably having the best season on the world's and probably could get the biggest halt. Scott Barlow, maybe look for a top Prescott there. Scott Barlow is also a possibility of trading him, although I think probably trading him would maybe not be a great move. He is 29, and although I thought Josh DeMont would be a strong closer, and Josh DeMont is pitching on potential. He's got a great fastball, and again, great heat. Throws over 99 miles an hour. Can he locate the ball? Those are all questions we need to ask. So maybe they do try Barlow. Maybe they don't. But on that subject, I tend not to care. But they better sign him at the offseason if they're if they're going to keep him. I would rather get something for them for him and not get something for him and then just let him off at the offseason when they're Basically, going to lose 100 games anyways. Bobby Witt looks the best at shortstop. Rather than third base, the Royals need to keep him at second base and I mean shortstop and not put him at third base. Basically, what I'm saying is the Royals need to start all over, be able to trade anybody but Melendez. MJ Melendez or Bobby Witt, as we said. The hitting has been better for the Royals than the pitching this season, but that's still in mind that's not that great. Uh, it's much better since they've fired the hitting coach and moved on. The Royals' starting pitching has been awful. With an ERA below 4.30, nobody on the starting rotation. So the Royals have to get better there in mind in order for them to compete and when anything and went and compete in any division. They need a top prospect. The Royals The Royals need to hope their starting rotation will get better because I'm not seeing them being able to get a whole lot from their pitching unless they start start trading some of their offensive players. The Royals also need some guys in the bullpen, about three guys to fill it right now. The bullpen I trust, Scott Barlow, Jake Prince, if he comes back, I mean, he didn't have a good season to start, but maybe he will after his injury. Josh DeMont, and that's about all I trust in the Royals' bullpen. The Royals probably need to blow it up. As far as the Cardinals, we'll do them a little more focus on the Cubs and White Sox next week. Now the Cardinals to the Cardinals. The Cardinals are 45 and 42 and a half games back. Here's what's going, here's what we're going to have some of the positions for the Cardinals to get into the playoffs. The Cardinals rotation pretty much seems 
setup. And it seems like a team that could go to the playoffs with their starting rotation. The Cardinals could use some support in the outfield position, maybe one or two players. The Cardinals have a pretty good bullpen. Maybe they look to trade some of them to get some outfielding support. I know I'm going to throw this out there, and I'm not going to get a very popular opinion from Cardinals fans. But what about looking for another catcher? Hall of Famer Adam Molina is 39 years old. He's batting 213 on the year. He is on a disabled list. They need to look for another starting pitcher. I'm not going to get a lot of fans in St. Louis for saying that, but that's okay with me. The cards are 45 and 42 and a half games back. We talked about what in order for the Cardinals to get over top. If they open the Phillies are 22 and 29 after firing Joe Girardi, since then the Phillies are 22 and 15 under manager Rob Thompson. The Phillies are back over 500 at 43 and 39 tonight to play the Cardinals. Adam Wainwright will go for the Cardinals, and the Phillies will have Zach Wheeler. Game time is at 7.15. Now let's move on to the Cubs. The Cubs are 34 and 49 and will go up against the Dodgers, whom are the best team in the NL. 53 and 29. NLL, NL West leaders, the Dodgers, who sit very strong at 53 and 29. Tyler Anderson will go for the Dodgers and Keegan Thomas will go for the Cubs. He has been the best pitcher for the Cubs this season and is only 27 years old. Game time is at 9.09 Central p.m. The White Sox come in at 34.9 and 42. Still definitely underachieving and certainly looks like it should make a move on manager Tony LaRusso, but the Sox fans keep on asking when that will come. It will come sometime, but the question is just when. The Chicago White Sox are 39 and 42. The Detroit Tigers are 35 and 47. The Tigers have won five in a row and are seven and three in their last ten. The Sox will have Lucas Giolito, whom has underachieved this season. Tiaraka Sabaksus Kabul will go for the Tigers, whom is five and seven, and an ERA 4.06. Game time is at 7:10. As I said, more thoughts on the Cubs and. Sox next week. In the NBA, the biggest news is whether Kevin Durant will leave, will leave New York. Possible landing spots, it seems like the most teams are the, the best teams you could land are the Heat, whom lost in an NBA conference finals, the Phoenix Suns, who had a solid season, New Orleans Pelicans, who did make the playoffs, Toronto Raptors, and of course the Oklahoma City Thunder, which would be a reunion for him. Speaking of those Heat, it seems like it may be the best option for the Heat. We obviously talked about their playoff results. The top team to me is the Heat and Thunder. So here's my teams. Miami Heat, Thunder, Phoenix Suns, or does he end up back in New York? A sleeper team with me would be the Golden State Warriors. Would he return there? Everything about the Nets has totally been unpredictable. So it wouldn't be a surprise at all to me if Kevin Durant changes his mind and returns to Brooklyn. Durant's friendship with is said to be strong. Maybe his pal can convince him to come back to the Nets. This is according to the USA Today. This could be one of the biggest deals in NBA history. 
smack that till you get so smack that till you get so smack that oh smack that in the NFL, the biggest splash of the week was the Baker Mayfield joining the Panthers. Same so-called experts are keep saying that Sam Darnold will start over Baker Mayfield. But my question is why? I ask you why? Sam Darnold and the Panthers were 5-12. and 12. He threw nine touchdowns and 13 interceptions and is 17-32 over his career. 92 touchdowns and 56 interceptions. Baker Mayfield has only had one great season, but it's better than what Sam Darnold is. 17-32 and, and just two more touchdowns and interceptions. The Ravens signed Justin Houston, who used to be a Chief. Now, I don't think he would ever come back and fill that hole for the Chiefs, and that seems to be more likely and more likely as his career comes on. Frank Clark is certainly not the player that he was to fill a couple years ago, so they're going to need to fill another side on the hole of the defensive end. I'm not even... I think it will be hard for the Chiefs to win back to the AFC Championship game. Even with Patrick Mahomes, you probably make the playoffs. But the question is whether you win the division or do you not. And it's just going to become harder and harder without Tyreek Hill. This is Sam Vaughn for Sam Sports Report.